Calling all entrepreneurs. Are you ready for a biz boost in 2022? Tired of feeling alone or struggling to figure out this whole entrepreneur thing by yourself? Well, great, because we have your solution. We are hosting an in-person business conference in Nashville, Tennessee on April 25th through 28th, 2022. And this isn't your traditional boring corporate like conference either. I mean, do you even know Evie and I? (laughs) Yes, the Heart Conference is a place for creative business owners and dreamers of all kinds to come together, experience community, learn business and marketing strategies that will help you grow and scale your business all while having the friggin' best time of your life. So get ready to be empowered in your business and life so you can go out and break down every barrier that is holding you back from achieving your goals. All right, and listen to our speaker lineup. Legit. All right, we have Jordan Lee Dooley, Paige Griffith of The Legal Page, Zim Flores, Angie Lee, as well as Lindsay and myself, and our keynote speaker, Donald Miller of freaking StoryBrand. Like, yes. Yeah. So basically, are you like ready to explode your business and build community in just three days? Because if so, it's time to learn some hardcore marketing and sales strategies that will grow your business beyond what you could ever imagine. Get paid to do what you love, speak to the heart of your ideal client, nip that feeling of loneliness in the bud, connect with a community of like-minded creative entrepreneur besties, receive over 12 hours of hardcore business education, dance your pants off at our heart dance party, and listen to seven industry leaders teach you everything they know. Yeah, it's a lot in just three days. Buzz gonna be good. (laughs) If you are ready to give your business a jumpstart in 2022 and lead in your business empowered, come join us at the Heart Conference. You can find out more at theheartuniversity.com forward slash conference. You're listening to the Heart and Hustle podcast. We are your hosts, Evie McLeod and Lindsay Roman. Welcome back to another show, my friend. We are just so excited to have you here today. And this conversation is about to be super fun and extremely applicable. Now, if you've ever struggled with wanting to have a good response time in your inbox, but At the same time, feeling that your email is just constantly running your life, you're checking and refreshing every five minutes and losing your focus, and then you fall asleep at night feeling like you got nothing other than emails done for the day, ooh, my friend, this episode is for you. Evie and I talk about how to maintain quality and reliable client communication while also establishing healthy boundaries for yourself so that you can actually accomplish the rest of your work, not to mention finding time to rest. We walk you through strategic tips and ways to create balance and even give you a sample workday timeline to show you how you can actually implement the strategies we're talking about today. Now, if you're needing some help and insight on how to balance all the responsibilities and how to keep your inbox and your DMs from ruling your days and running your life, you better not go anywhere. This episode is just for you. Let's get started. You're listening to the Heart and Hustle podcast with Evie Rupp and Lindsay Roman, two photographers turned entrepreneurs and founders of the Heart University. If you're a creative entrepreneur or a motivated dreamer wanting to make the most of your life, this podcast is for you. Each week, Evie and Lindsay bring you actionable tools to uplevel your business and life. So if you're ready to step up to the plate and pursue your God-given potential, you're in the right place. You're ready to live your life and run your business to its fullest? Then buckle up, because here are your hosts, Evie and Lindsay. All right, hello. Welcome to today's episode. Welcome. (laughs) This will be fun. This episode is for you. If you are the kind of person who struggles with trying to give like a really, really good client communication experience in your business and, you know, respond back to inquiries and to social media DMs and everything super quickly, and yet 
you also kind of sort of want to just live your life without like, like a little bit constantly being interrupted every two seconds by your phone or your computer. Can we get an amen? Amen. So, <laughs> I think this is like a very real problem with a lot of small business owners, especially solopreneurs. And it's very, very easy to get like a productivity fix. Like, like we feel like we're being productive when we're constantly checking our emails and like, oh, one came mm-hmm. in five seconds ago. Let me instantly respond to it right now. Like we feel yeah. like we're being productive. But the reality is there's only certain times and seasons for that type of response time. And mm-hmm. there's a very high likelihood that you listening to this right now are not in that season where it is vital to have your inbox open in the background and refreshing every two minutes. So we're going to talk yeah. about some stuff today. <laughs> if this Also, if this topic interests you at all and like you just are somebody who genuinely struggles with like inbox overwhelm and balancing real life slash deep work tasks in your inbox. Another episode that I recommend in our back catalog listening to is episode 133. It was our interview with Cal Newport. We freaking love him. Mastermind of productivity. Uh, And that conversation with him was really, really good. And it was all about email. So just recommend going and listening to that before we dive in or after this episode, either or. Yes. All right. Do we want to just go straight to it? Yeah, let's do it. I say let's just like power punch them with some ideas. All right, cool. First and foremost, this is going to be the most intentional, strategic, and there's a lot that like, we'll we'll show you an example of what this looks like in a bit, but using time blocking to create intentional times when you do check emails. So if you're not familiar with the concept of time blocking, it's basically like looking at your calendar and strategically planning out, okay, during this two-hour time period, I'm going to do X, Y, Z. And then at 11 a.m., I'm going to do this. And then at you know 1 p.m., I'm going to do this. And it's basically looking at your time and being intentional with what you're doing and when versus Every just kind day. of like, yeah, like instead of just like going through the motions of like, okay, it's a work day. No idea what I'm going to sit down and do. It's like very strategic. So time blocking your emails is where you would put checking your emails strategically into your calendar during a certain time frame. So maybe like 15 minutes of checking emails and responding to emails, and then you're back to other work so uh-huh. that you're you're actually making time for it without just sitting there wasting your other hours during the day for your inbox. Yeah. Well, and I want to say something real fast. I think a lot of people do this and my hand is raised. It's not. I'll raise it now. Um <laughs> I I think a lot of people, when they start their business, obviously you're a solopreneur unless you invested and have a team from the get-go, but you probably, if you're listening to this, are not that situation. Um, A lot of you are creative entrepreneurs that had a hobby that you loved and you wanted to make money from it. And so that's kind of where you're at. You're probably a solopreneur. And I think a lot of times, again, my hand is now in the air, you start your job and you don't know what working from home kind of looks and feels like. So a lot of times you, you start your day, say it's a Monday, and you're like, oh, okay, I've had breakfast. I've done my, I've done, maybe you have a morning routine, maybe you don't, whatever. You sit down and you just go to your computer and you're like, what do I do? Like, yeah. hand raised. If you're driving, don't do that. But like, who, how many people do that? Like, and that's what your job looks like is like, you just are, you're trying to find things that you need to do every day. Yeah. Or you're looking in, in the back of your head, you have a million and one tasks that are jumbling around and you just randomly grab one that yep. comes to you, into your head and you're like, all right, I'll guess I'll do this one today. It's like, and oh, you- that does need to get done. I'll just tackle that. Yeah. And mm-hmm. the, in the meantime, 
you're constantly checking your inbox while you're trying to do all the other tasks in your business. So that's kind of what Evie was saying was like, use time blocking and actually, whether it's like Sunday night or Monday morning, sit down, look at your week and actually block out time, whether you're a physical pen and paper kind of gal or boy, or you're like a digital Google calendar kind of person, use those time blocks to say, hey, I'm going to do a deep task now or a deep work task here. And then I'm going to spend 15 minutes or 30 minutes answering the inbox. And then I'm going to have lunch. And then we'll we'll talk about like an actual um, example timeline in a second. But that's kind of what she means by time blocking. So if you don't do that, highly recommend. And and the thing with time blocking too is that you get to call the shots on how much it is. So for example, like if you are in a season where you're like, okay, why am I in my inbox five times a day? I don't need to be in there that much. You know, I have a 24-hour response guarantee on my emails and on my website and like blah, blah, blah. So I'm going to check it once a day. Like, you know, and you can then block in the time once a day to check your inbox. Or if you are the person where you're like, I'm in a season, I want to respond quickly, which we'll talk about in a minute. It could, you could time block in to check every two hours or, mm-hmm. you know, like it's, it's entirely up to you on how often you block it in, but yeah. creating that space for it allows it to be strategic and not just like a knee jerk reaction where it makes you feel productive, but you're actually just wasting your time. Yep. Yep. Cause I can speak from experience of like when I used to just like not plan my days and go and like open my computer on a Monday morning and be like, well, what do I do today? Like I would spend <laughs> 15, 16 hours at my computer. I would skip dinner most nights and I got maybe a few things done. Yeah. And, and what, if I were actually strategic with that time, I could, could have probably got done in like five hours. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. we, we have a, I have a lot more we could say on that, but let's also talk about knowing your own personal boundaries. Because I think Ooh, this is something that goes along with all of this. Like Lindsay was saying, mm-hmm. working 16, 17 hour days and skipping dinners. My hand, I am like the guiltiest person on this podcast right now. I can almost guarantee that <laughs> of like when I started my business, not setting those boundaries and working an insane amount and not eating, especially because I was single as a Pringle when I started like my entrepreneur were, journey. Were you also eating Pringles? Okay, sorry, that was a bad joke. That was an <laughs> awful joke. I'm so sorry. That's <laughs> the stupidest joke I've ever said in my life. Continue. <laughs> I cannot. I don't know if I can continue. That was good. Okay. Uh, but <laughs> I think the reality is boundaries are built to ultimately give you freedom. And I think those boundaries will look different for everyone. But when it comes to inbox and email and everything, Lindsay and I, now we've learned our lessons. uh, We now have clear work hours and we do not check email outside of those work hours. So for us, we both work from like nine to four, nine to five, Monday through Friday. And we do not check our emails. Like I don't check my email on the weekend. I do not check my email at like 7 p.m. as I'm going to bed or 9 p.m. Like I don't touch my inbox unless I'm in the office. And even then I time block it in uh-huh. because I don't want to be in my inbox all the time. I don't want to be on my Slack with my team all the time. Like I I need other space. So, and if you're, if you're listening to Evie say that and you're like, oh, but but I don't know if I could do that because I get notifications or like I don't know how to ignore my inbox at dinner at 7 p.m. when I'm like chilling with my husband. Then friend, there is a thing called turning off your notifications on your phone for your email. I would also turn <laughs> off your notifications. I don't actually know if computers... Do computers notify you when an email comes through? Yeah, they can. Okay, well then turn that off. Something else, if you really need help, some help is you don't need to check your email on your phone. You can delete the app. You can yeah. delete that section 
of your of your iPhone or your Android or whatever. Like you don't have to have that on. That way you literally only can look at your email and and have it on when you're in your office on your computer. Yep, that's what I do. No mm. no work from I mean, even with like Slack, like I technically have certain work apps on my phone, but I like never use them from my phone. I'm only ever using those things from my computer, which helps mm-hmm. me create those boundaries. Well, so. okay, that kind of presents a different conversation, which which is what if we expand this conversation to not just talk about email, but we're talking about like like maybe it's employee or or independent contractor Slack like texts. Like so you're you're talking with like people that you're working with or you're talking about DMs. Because then it's like, okay, well, I can't get rid of Instagram on my phone because that's, I need it for work. But you can turn off the notifications. Yes, you can, honey. Okay, but also (laughs) go back to what Evie was talking about in point number one, which is use time blocking. Use time blocking to answer DMs. Don't just like open Instagram haphazardly, which I know like, again, hand raised were the biggest like, like victims, not victims, uh, perpetrators of this crime of just like, you know, we all do it. We're bored and we're sitting there and we want to break from our deep work tasks. So we just automatically open our phone and we automatically start looking at Instagram and then we automatically start answering DMs. I did that today. So again, I'm not sitting here from like a high and mighty place of like, I do this perfectly. (laughs) But I will say it's a lot more productive if you can time batch out like, okay, this, I'm going to spend this hour on Instagram and I'm going to, maybe it's like, I'm going to interact on Instagram for this hour. So that means, and it doesn't have to be an hour. It could be 15 minutes, whatever. But that's where you're answering comments. You're responding to people. You're intentionally um, building relationships in DMs. And then maybe you have lunch and then maybe you do a time block for actually creating on the app or something like that. So like try to time block not only your inbox, but also like social media interaction where you're constantly getting like messages, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I think another thing within, you know, the having inbox not rule your life is to hire like an assistant or a VA or an mm. admin, somebody who can help you with your inbox, with your emails, all of the DMs, whatever. Obviously, not every single person listening to this can do this in this season of their business, or it's also maybe not something that you can do right out the gate when you're getting started. But hiring help is a really great way to like kind of have your cake and eat it too when it comes to this area. So having the ability to have somebody kind of like step in, like my assistant takes care of a lot of the like collab requests, emails that come in. She helps navigate and sort through like initial responses. She's helping me schedule with my clients, with my coaching students, like all of Mm -hmm. that stuff. And that can save me hours of admin time that I used to do manually. So that's just something like in the back of your head, you know, having a VA or an assistant or somebody who can help you with some of those admin and that inbox stuff. If you're in the season where you're like, okay, I'm literally doing nothing. Like Evie and Lindsay, this is helpful advice. If I didn't have 500 emails a day that I'm Uh constantly needing to communicate with, if you're in that place, hire a VA need to hire a VA. <laughs> yeah. Well, but, and, you, and you might be like, well, I don't have money to hire a VA. And my challenge to you would be to say, what time would you get back out of your inbox if you hired a VA to handle your inbox completely that could move the needle in your business to actually make more money? Hey, have you been eyeing the Heart Conference tickets, but maybe feeling really torn or overwhelmed? Like, 
wow, it sounds amazing to get to sit and learn from seven of the industry's biggest movers and shakers. And getting in a room with dozens of other powerhouse entrepreneurs sounds like a game changer. And man, you really need that boost in your business this year. But it also just feels like a lot. Look, we get it. Going somewhere alone can be really freaking overwhelming. Traveling can be expensive and hard, which is why we have the Heart Conference Facebook group. We have dozens of other entrepreneurs in there connecting with each other before our week together in Nashville. And that's also a great place to find travel buddies to go with you and split travel costs like lodging, rent to cars, etc. To join the Facebook group and find your people to make this experience even more fun and exciting, go to theheartuniversity.com forward slash conference. There's a section on the page to join the group and the link directly to the Facebook group is also in the show notes. We want to see you in Nashville. So grab a ticket if you haven't already and come join the pregame party in our conference Facebook group to grab a travel buddy, meet new friends, and get hyped together. That's theheartuniversity.com forward slash conference. And we'll see you in Nashville. Hey, photographers, this one's for you. Real talk, have you ever felt like your photos just look stale? Like they lacked the oomph that you're looking for? Ever feel like you're not just like fully capturing the life and energy and story of your clients, but you just don't know how to fix it? Well, we've got some magic sauce for you, my friend. Meet your new best friend, The Posing Miner, our online course for photographers showing you how to capture those jaw-dropping, authentic photos of your clients that will leave them in tears because you capture them in the moment so perfectly. Yes, it is packed full with six course episodes, over 232 minutes of video content, and three bonus PDFs. Lindsay and I take you out into the field with us. Like, no, literally, we we go into some fields and we walk you through step-by-step how to pose families, couples, portraits or seniors, wedding parties, and a wedding couple. So if you are ready to say bye-bye to brain farts in the middle of your photo sessions, awkward silences and weird freaking prom poses, uncomfortable clients and subpar images, the posing minor is your new best friend. To see more and to join in on the magic, go to theheartuniversity.com forward slash posing dash minor. One more time, theheartuniversity.com forward slash posing dash minor. Well, and I think too, is the other question of like, okay, I know it can be really overwhelming to look at and think of like, oh man, paying, you know, the monthly salary or payroll or whatever of a VA, it can seem daunting. But depending on the business that you're in, like, I just want to challenge you, break it down and be like, okay, how many sessions do I have to shoot? How many clients do I need to onboard to pay for this person? How many products do I need to sell? Like break it down because I guarantee it's not as intimidating as it really seems. Yeah. And Uh, also when you outsource, you don't have to outsource like a full-time employee. You can outsource an independent contractor that works for you like five hours a week at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. And they maybe just check your inbox in the morning and that tackles your morning inbox and maybe then you don't have to check it or you check it in the afternoon and then you don't have to, like you're getting five hours worth of time back. Yeah. Which you can actually then use to accelerate your business get paid more, earn more money, all the things. Yeah. The one thing I do want to talk about next is just the seasons of email response times and like inquiry specific response times. Like, I know we kind of touched on this earlier, but like there are seasons when like Lindsay and I, let me just back up. Lindsay and I, when we first were really building our photography business, really getting off the ground, really like cruising with that area, trying to like establish ourselves, make a name for ourselves, build out our calendar years, bookings, all of that. We had a rule of responding to inquiries within like one to two hours. Like 
three was the absolute max. And that was including yeah. like when I was traveling on the road shooting, like like I would be on my phone on my HoneyBook app, like responding to inquiries. Like it was Which, very strategic. Yeah, but the, the strategicness of that was just to like kind of explain why, like in that season of like hustle and building your business, why we chose to do that is it's, it's t- not always, but I think it is important to know that, especially with service-based businesses, you're going to get booked more often if you respond quicker because yeah. you're you're establishing trust, you're establishing like relatable or reliability of yeah. like oh they got back to me. I connected with them first be, ver, like maybe this person like maybe you're a web designer and this person emailed five web designers that they're kind of like looking at to hire and you responded first and they connect with you. Maybe they would have connected with like another one, but she responded 2 days later. Yeah. And it's like you might have just lost it lost that booking based on those two days of waiting. So I think, like Evie said, there is a time and season where it might help your business out to have that one to two hour response time. Yeah. But I think what I want to say with that is that I think there are only select seasons of that time and that is not sustainable. So I think that's in the season if you're really like needing to book everything that's coming your way, like every single inquiry, you need that person to actually book like you're trying to make the most of it you're trying to really establish yourself get you know your your momentum in your business and everything but even within that like once you've gotten to a place where you're pretty consistent in your inquiries you're getting pretty consistently booked you have a name established for yourself you know whatever there's only a short season where i would actually encourage students or or entrepreneurs to have that like more hustle mentality around their inquiries and their inbox and from there, I feel like 24 to 48 hour response times are more than acceptable yeah. in in seasons. And the the one to two hour response times, even with that, I think you need to have days off. Like you need to have at least one day a week. Like I don't like Sundays, take a day off or take your evenings off to be with your family. Like there needs to still be healthy boundaries within that to make sure that you don't like destroy your life that you're trying to live. But yeah, yeah, I think that's something that I just want to throw out there is like, even as we're talking, we're going to get into like an example timeline of like utilizing time blocking during a workday. You know, we're, we're using this example of checking your inbox about every like two to three hours in the mindset of like a lot of entrepreneurs are probably needing to hustle a little bit harder in their inbox still. They're still kind of in that season of like quick response times are much better. However, mm-hmm. there are also opportunities of checking it like once a day, like I said before. So yeah. All right. So let's get into an example timeline. And again, this is completely an example. Your life might be a, a different situation, but this just kind of gives you a picture of what time blocking with different tasks can look like. Okay, so say you ha- you wake up, don't care what time you wake up, you you have your coffee, you have your breakfast, you have your morning routine, whether that's reading, whether that's working out, going to the gym, having a walk, whatever. Say you like start getting ready for the day around 8.30 a.m. to start work at like nine, right? Let's just call our, our 9 a.m. work day, like that's where it begins. Begin work at nine. And, and here's where, again, you can have flexibility. Say you are in a season where you really do need to check your email first thing in the morning because you're maybe in that hustle season where you want to make sure that you get back to people as soon as possible. And if an inquiry came in last, like the night before, you want to make sure you're on it. So 
that's an example of like, okay, nine to nine 30, I'm checking my inbox. I am really making sure that that is getting tackled. Or maybe you're in a season where like the inbox could wait till 11 AM. And especially if the inbox personally is like a draining task for you, some people love it. Some people hate it. And so if it's a draining task for you, and you're maybe in a season where like, okay, you don't have to absolutely respond to an uh, inquiry within like an hour, then try using like 9 to 11 a.m. for a deep work task. So whether that's editing or whether that's creating your product or whether that's batching Instagram content and making a reel or maybe blogging for, or maybe podcasting, something like that where it's like, okay, you can have that batch work time and then you can check emails at 11, right? And then obviously, however you scheduled your morning, Take a break at like noon, all right? Take an hour and then get back into it at one. Maybe right before you dive into another deep work task, check your emails. So from like one to one thirty, you could be checking your emails again, like because you want to be on top of it, but you also want to have space, right? So check your emails from one to one thirty, and then at one thirty, dive into another deep work task, whether it was the same deep work task that you were doing in the morning or a different one. And then at three, maybe check the inbox finish any shallow tasks for the day. Maybe that's when you answer DMs before you actually like log out or sign off of work at 4 p.m. And now again, that's like an example work day, but you'll notice that like it was time blocked strategically to have either shallow tasks, which include like email, DM, or any like, you know, quick things like that versus deep work tasks that are really where you kind of like go into creation mode in your business. Mm -hmm. And some things we wanted you to notice we had at the beginning, like 7 a.m., this is, again, random example, but 7 a.m., wake up, have your coffee, breakfast, whatever, 7.30, get in your workout or your reading time or whatever, and 8.30, you start getting ready for your day, 9 a.m., you're beginning work. The thing that you'll notice with that just as like the morning example, again, everyone's routine is going to be different, times are going to be different, all of it. We just wanted to show like, please start your morning without your phone and please start your morning without jumping straight into Instagram, straight into the DM inbox, straight into your emails, straight... Like Mm -hmm. the minute you start looking at those things, your cortisol levels are going to spike, which is basically your stress hormone. And that's natural. That's supposed to fuel you and give you that like oomph that, that helps you go into like the work that you need to do. However you don't want to spike that first thing in the morning because then your body is going through cortisol like spikes and crashes throughout the day. So trying to refrain from checking your inbox first thing in the morning will allow you to have that mental space, that refreshing morning that's actually going to set you up for more productivity and more focus Mm -hmm. and more energy throughout the rest of the day. Especially if you're a believer and like you are wanting to prioritize getting in the word like in the morning. That's usually when we do it. Like don't get on your phone before you do that. That's Mm -hmm. just setting you up for not a good day. Like like prioritize your relationship with Jesus before Instagram. Thank you and good night. (laughs) Amen. Something else I wanted you to notice was you can totally set your own work hours. That was just a random example. So you Mm -hmm. might be like, oh my gosh, end work at four. Are you kidding me? Like there was totally a season in my life where I was not working nine to four. I was not. (laughs) And I'm not saying that's healthy or sustainable, but I also know that there are those certain seasons where you're in a busy season in your own business, or you're in the beginning, you know, startup stages and a launch is happening or whatever. Like there's a lot of stuff happening. I totally get that. But what we were trying to show you in that like generic example was how you can still check your inbox multiple times throughout the day and yet have that space and intentionality and strategy 
like strategy behind it where you're not Mm -hmm. constantly having it open in the background. And like the minute an email pops up, you get notified and it's like, oh shoot, okay. Well, I was supposed to be, you know, working on batching my Instagram content for this week, but I just got this email. So let me just go check it real quick. And then once you're done, you're like, oh, actually, you know, I haven't been on Instagram in like five minutes. Okay, let me hop over to the DMs to see if anybody needs me. And you know what? Oh, actually, I'm really kind of hungry now. Maybe I should just go grab a snack. Like that's what happens. Like hands yep. raised, that's what happens. The minute our attention gets diverted, we start spiraling into unproductivity and we lose our focus. We're not sure what we're doing. And then we end the day, head on the pillow thinking, what the heck did I actually get done today? Oh, I answered those two emails. All right, well, I guess that's it. Like, <laughs> which is what we're trying to help you avoid. So that's called squirrel behavior. And it's <laughs> it's very easy for us to get into it as entrepreneurs, especially if we don't have the focus. So if you're sitting here listening to this and you're like, okay, this was really helpful for my inbox specifically, like batching out like, time blocks where I intentionally check it and it's a strategic window for it. But I'm really curious to know more about batch working and time management and all of those things. If you're feeling that way, we have an episode on it. Go listen to episode number 78 on mastering batch working and you can get even more information on batch working over there. All right. Well, that's all that we have for you today. I hope this was helpful. I hope that it just like gave you an encouragement, but also some tools on like ways to practically implement keeping boundaries with your life and inbox and making sure that like notifications and messages and emails are not ruling your day, that you have time to breathe, that you have time for space and family and rest and also deep work tasks. Because that's what's going to ultimately move the bottom line as much as responding to that inquiry is important as well. So if you love this episode, please screenshot it, share it on Instagram, tag us. Our handles are in the show notes. And if you haven't already come on over to join the Facebook group. It is a hopping party over there and we pull you guys for different episodes every so often. And if you haven't yet, please, please, please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. It really, truly does mean the world and we love you and we will see you on the next one. Thanks so much, guys. 